ladies and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. Yeah. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your mouth. FRS Slam begins now. And welcome to, I think this is episode number four, if we're keeping track of numbers, of FRS Slam, the podcast version. It's like a, it's like we're doing a musical. FRS Slam, the musical. You know, I they, really hope we're not doing a musical. You know, you know how it's bad take, news for both of us if well, we are. Well, you know how they take movies and they make the musical, so they just add the musical to the end of it? That's what I feel like we did FRS Slam the podcast. That's what I feel like we've done. So hello to everyone. It's Friday. We're here. I'm uh, somewhat alive. Barely. Uh, I, I came in late today. I came in about an hour ago, and I already want to go home. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. And that, it is that, not, that's how much you like me? You already want to go home? It is not the, uh, the aftermath of staying up to watch Wrestle Kingdom 12. I'm, still, I'm past that now. Uh, I'm just still sick, and it has not gotten any better. So this, this, is, this sucks. So, Jamie, how are you today? Uh, apparently a lot better than you. Yeah, how, how are but you I feeling? But I mean normally. yesterday you were, you were struggling. Yeah, yesterday I was struggling. I got a very strong night's sleep last night. I feel chipper again. Uh, my, my normal boyish good attitude is back. Oh, your boyish charm is back. Yes. Uh, okay, so New Year's Dash, I'm about an hour into it. Uh, I already know the main thing that has been spoiled for me because the internet exists in 2018. Uh, do you want to start there? Yeah, Naito versus Jericho, which is you predicted at the very, well, earlier this week. Yes, I did. As that was going to be the next feud, the next New Japan feud for Chris Jericho. Uh, I'm excited to see that. Yes, I am. I'm excited to see how they executed. I'm assuming Jericho is going to attack Naito during the main of, during the main event of New Year Dash. Uh, I don't know anything else that happens on this show, so if you know anything, Jamie, please don't spoil it for me. Uh, because I'm up to the uh, Elite match. They take on Cheeseburger and uh, Rapongi 3K. That is what I'm up to uh, on New on New Year Dash. So other than that, I am still uh, getting through that show. But I do know that they are going with Jericho Knight, which made a lot of sense. They had the two losers uh, from the two respective main events from Wrestle Kingdom 12. It made sense to kind of put them together. Also, it probably gives Naito the chance to gain a, a major victory without you know having to ruffle the feathers of anybody else that is on, on the New Japan card. And then it allows him to go into whatever is next for him. So yeah, it'll I think it's going right to work back, for everybody. Right back up the card. Um we have two new teams for the uh, mixed match. I'm sorry, not two. Four new teams for the mixed match challenge. We have uh, Finn Balor and Sasha Banks. So poor Bailey, she doesn't get the team with with Finn Balor. Did you see that video, by the way, of Sasha and Finn Balor as you cough into the mic? Yes, I did. I, I had the mute button on. What are you talking about? I muted my mic to cough. That's what you do with business. Kurt Hawkins coming in to get his parking validated. Uh, that yes. was so good. And Kurt kicking him out. It was fantastic. And then Finn, they're together. They were hugging. It's it's great. Everybody's all you know excited. Uh, and then was, was Finn one sweeting like when he's trying to do a Sasha move? I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah, they're going to have weird. to work on that though because Finn did not execute that uh, very no. well. So then we had the next SmackDown team get announced, and it is Rusev and Lana and Jamie. Shocking. We've been we've been messing this up the whole time. We've been calling it the mixed match challenge. It's the mixed Machka challenge. I, I can't believe we've been ruining. 
had messing this up the whole time. Well, Chris, let me be the first to wish you a happy Rusev Day today. It's it's a pretty, you know, I'll be honest with you. It's not a great Rusev Day for me. Wow. I'm sick. Uh, what do you want me to wait? I can't believe you, you have to be sick on Rusev Day. I know. Hopefully the next Rusev Day I'll be okay. Uh, so Rusev and Lana are together, Aiden English. Uh, you had Daniel Bryan dancing at the end. These videos are very well put they're together. Very, they're very well done. Uh, I'm enjoying this very much. Then we got two more teams announced today. Uh, on Raw, this is the weirdest team I think I could ever see, imagine, being put together. Apollo Crews and Nia Jax. Yeah, uh, uh, very much different style wrestlers. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting to see. And then, uh, I always mess this up. Which Uso is married to Naomi? I believe it's Jay I'm going to look it up. Please I'm look gonna, that I'm up. I'm going to go to the WWE website. Because they're twins, it is very difficult to... Oh, be, yeah, I keep forgetting. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 scrolling through. WWE, what are you tweeting? Jimmy Uso and Jimmy Naomi. Uso. So Jimmy okay. Uso and Naomi are teaming up for the Mixed Machka Challenge. Uh, so there you have it. We're getting some more teams every day. We're getting, it looks like we're getting two teams. Uh, we got two more announced today. And then, Jamie, let's talk about 205 Live canceling one of their live events. Oh, now, really? Now, they say it's due to routing and scheduling issues. Sure it is. That's what they say. I, uh, you know my feelings on this. I, I said this on FRS Slam Radio pretty consistently, that I never understood why they were taking 205 Live on the road. What gave them any indication that people would pay to see a 205 Live standalone product when they would not stay and watch them after a show they already paid for. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Sorry, that was you were giving me a cue to step in there, and I was I was. I was that, that's fine. I'll, I'll, carry, I'll carry Thank this you. match. Thank you. Yeah, you're going to have to I carry this, I'll this carry show this match. today. So I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised about this at all. I, I will once again say when we are sitting here in January of 2019, 205 Live will not be a topic we're discussing. Man, probably. I tend to agree with you there. Uh I don't. This is going to be a pretty short episode, Jamie. I'm kind of. I have. No, I have nothing else to talk about. Is there anything you want to talk about? I'm going to sell you on a bunch of wrestling, but that's not going to take up the whole rest of the show. So, is there anything else? It's you know you got. You're here. You've had a day to think about Wrestle Kingdom 12. Anything you want to talk about? Well, uh, first let's talk about the picture on Twitter because I'm, I'm, this is going to be a whole tongue in cheek segment right now. But there's a picture out there. I believe Jericho put it out. No, somebody else put it out. Jericho retweeted it of Don Callis, Chris Jericho, and Kenny Omega. Okay. Uh, kind of like shoulder to shoulder. And I'm just waiting for people to tell me that Chris Jericho has killed the wrestling business now. Okay. Uh, can I follow that up with the greatest tweet of the day? Sure. I'm giving Dave Meltzer the tweet of the day award, okay? Somebody just tweeted at him, how likely is it that we see some of the Bullet Club debut with the Royal Rumble? Okay? So first, let's just think about how ridiculous Why do people question keep asking is. that question? Well, it's a ridiculous question. It's that, that, that's, that's the 2017 slash 2018 version of, is CM Punk coming back? Correct. Do you want to hear Dave's response? Sure. About the same percentage chance of Martians attacking the Earth before the Rumble and declaring their entry and Vince not having the power to stop them. Don't give him any ideas. He's going to dress somebody up as a Martian. That's, a, that's the greatest tweet I've ever He's going to dress up somebody that as a Martian. Wins, that wins tweet of the day. I don't think anyone's going to be able to beat that. So, yes, Chris Jericho uh, ruined the wrestling business by taking a picture with Kenny Omega. So we're just done. You know what? We, why don't we just end the podcast now? No, we're not ending the podcast wrestling right is dead. now, Chris. I, you know, as, as I sit back and look back at that Wrestle Kingdom event from a couple nights ago, or mornings, I don't even know how to refer to it, from what feels like yesterday, but also feels like three months ago uh, uh, of yes. that event, I, I think back and I think to that Jericho Omega match in particular, because we brought up the photo, was, and I mentioned this on the, on the show yesterday, there was everything I wanted it to be. I, I, I have a hard time... Now seeing now, and I'm looking forward to actually physically seeing what happens between Jericho and Naito. I've heard about it. I haven't seen it manifest yet, and seeing if we can even capture 75 percent of the intensity 
even if it's in a different form in the rivalry with that match as we had for Jericho Omega. And it certainly will be because you have a different feel to it, right? And, and this is just the nature of New Japan. Kenny Omega could cut an English promo. Jericho could cut an English promo. You're now throwing Naito in there, who is not somebody who cuts English promos, right? He's a native no. to Japan, so he cuts all of his promos in Japanese. So now there's the language barrier that you're kind of fighting with here with promos, where Jericho and Omega could kind of have a back and forth because they both speak the same language. So now that is something that you have to factor into all of this, and that may take away from some of this, the ability of this feud to be to the level of Jericho Omega. Yeah, you know, I agree. I mean, I mean, Jericho can, I mean, it's not for an American audience, but Jericho can cut limited amount of promos in Japanese. I believe he still probably has that ability from his time there before, or at least certain words to kind of get a reaction from the crowd. He used to, he, that's one of his favorite tricks is to learn key, whether they're expletive words or an insult in whatever native language of the country that he's in and being able to sprinkle those into a promo to kind of get a little bit of, a, of an extra pop from the crowd. I'm interested to see how this is built because I feel like this one, the last one was built on a, it was a blood feud. For lack of a better phrase, it was a blood feud. Correct. Both physically and, and well, literally and figuratively. So now this one's not going to be that. This one's going to be a little bit more competitive. And I want to see how Chris Jericho and Naito sell this story. Okay, it's now its second match. So you don't have the, oh my God, Jericho's back in New Japan. You don't have the, oh my God, he's facing arguably the hottest wrestler in the world right now. What is it going to be? And I'm very intrigued by the, their storyline progression that they're going to tell us here over the next several weeks and months. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the, the big question is, when do you have this match? Yeah, there's, there's no set date. Maybe it's that Long Beach I think show. it is the strong style evolved, which we did learn. Uh, tickets are going to go on sale January 29th, it looks like, okay. uh, for that show. They announced that, I guess, during the New Year Dash show, which, again, not all the way through. Um, I started it this morning. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on. It looks like front row tickets are going to be about 200 bucks. That's going to be your highest price ticket for this event. Uh, they've upgraded. They've gone to a bigger venue than they did last year. But again, I think this is a slow build to them you know, going to a huge arena. Uh, I've seen some people throw out the idea of could they in a couple of years you know, run the Staples Center. And I think that is you know, big, big dreams that we're not there yet. they got to slowly build towards that kind of a big type venue. But it is encouraging that so quickly after their first expedition into – New Japan, and here's what I'll say, Jamie, and let me know if you agree with this. The G1 special in USA, which is what it was called, felt like a one-off like house show type thing, right? It felt like it wasn't part of the New Japan schedule. They just did it to kind of go into the U.S. market. Yes, right? it, it felt like a it felt like one of those like WWE MSG house shows, correct? Where that you put a lot of gimmick matches, you gimmick, you put a lot of like six mans on mm -hmm. there, you put a lot of tag team matches, try to get everybody on the card, but there really didn't feel like a, there was really much storyline progression. Like if, if you didn't have that show and you just continued with New Japan, you didn't miss any storyline. Correct. Nothing really got further there that would have been major. Here is where, here's where I want to go with this. Strong Style Evolve to me feels like it's going to be a part of a storyline. Yes. It feels not as a one-off. It is part of their calendar year. They're treating it as part of their calendar year. This seems a little different. So they dipped their toe in the water last year with the G1 special. Now it's, okay, we're going to run a show in the United States that is part of our major year. Yeah, it's an extremely encouraging sign, like you said, not only that you're taking a step up in venue, but that it looks like it's going to be an integral part of their overall story picture. That tells you that it, they not only was the last event successful, but they believe that future events will be successful as well. 
Uh, do you want to go over the NXT TV spoilers and basically run through the NXT TakeOver Philadelphia card? Um, I haven't seen the spoilers. Okay. Yet. Do you want to go through them because I've seen them? Sure. And you can react live. I mean, I, I mean, I know, I know that I know it's going to be what Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon. I know it's going to be Cole versus Black Extreme Rules. Oh, so you know, you know most of. So, this. like, was there? I said, like, I don't know how, but I don't know what the how the specific storylines okay. get to that point. So first, I'm going to read. So if I, spoiler alert, you probably should have. I probably should have that. said that before. Yeah. I told, before yeah, you I just mean, said the rest. I of the mean, card. everybody kind of knew that already. I know, but you, you already know what the know, world but title you, match but is. But you don't just give these things away. Yeah, I do. So spoiler alert to anyone who doesn't want to be spoiled for NXT. I know one person that listens to our show gets very mad at me, our friend Blaine. When well, I let him know before stuff. he listens. Uh, spoiler alert, we're going to discuss what happens on the latest set of NXT TakeOver tapings. Here is what the final card looks like. Gargano Almas for the NXT Championship. Alistair Black versus Adam Cole in Extreme Rules match, as Jamie mentioned. Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's title. Then the Authors of Pain versus the Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team titles. And then they teased one more match that may or may not happen. Maybe that pre-show match that we don't see uh, on the on the takeover, but it's part of the next week's show. They have show. room for one more though in the main card. And Roderick Strong, Lars Sullivan could be that. Yeah, match. they have one. They have room for one more in the main card. I, I was a little surprised that uh, Kyrie Sane was not involved in this women's championship match at all. I am as well. Uh, she's not. I don't necessarily of, disagree with it or dislike it. I just I was I thought this was going to be a triple threat. So I'm here to tell you that she is not part of what was shown at the TV tapings last night. I'm reading through it. I don't think she has a match or doesn't. Well, I think. hope that she's, quote, so, unquote, selling the attack. Well, then it, maybe that's the story that they tell, that Kyrie Sane was unable to compete to kind of save face yeah, for I mean, her. Obviously, for, as we talked about on the show before, they don't do the vignettes or the backstage stuff while they're doing these tapings. So those kind of stories will come out when the full product is put together and put out on TV. So we'll uh, know Wednesday. And then the big thing is the Velveteen Dream returned. The Velvet, say it, Chris, the Velveteen Dream. He fights Johnny Gargano. Say it, Chris. You've got the nice, like, sick voice, too. So you get, like, the deeper, deeper voice, Chris. You can do this. The Velveteen Dream uh, fights Johnny Gargano uh, with Johnny's number one contendership on the line. So that is how Velveteen Dream makes his return. By the way, that's an interesting way to. I, I, I saw that, actually. So you did see the spoilers. You see I see, I saw, well, I only see the like, first thing said I Twitter. didn't see the spoilers. Then you're like, oh, I don't know what the whole card is. And I was like, oh, no, I did see this. So you're a liar. So you're a liar. You come in on a Friday and you just lie. This is supposed to be your day off, too, and you're here. Yeah, so that's why I'm lying. You're lying all over the place No, I'm lying. It's a big liar. No, but I saw that. I, I love that storytelling mechanism. That you, took my, that you took my spot. I had no chance to compete. So I just automatically get to fight you for the number one contender spot. It's great. Uh, Johnny Gargano wins, by the way. Yes. Uh, and then the match, and then after the match, Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega come out for a stare down to close the tapings out. And the more I read these tapings, the more I'm furious because Tommaso Ciampa is going to show up on this show. It's going to be so good, And he's going good, to ruin Chris. this main event. And I'm going to be so real-life angry at Tommaso Ciampa that they're going to get me. It's going to be so, so good. I'm so angry even though I know. Like, normally when you know what the finish is, it gets hard to be angry. Tommaso Ciampa is going to come out on this show, and I'm going to be furious. It's going to be so good. It's going to be amazing, this storytelling. Then then you have this be your co-main event or one of your, you know, your match right before your main event at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Are you kidding me? That's going to be fantastic. That card is going to be really good. I'm excited for this card. This card looks really good. I, I, I've not, you've, you, there's you're like not me. a bad NXT card. You're like me. You've stopped doubting NXT cards despite even if they I mean, look I, I bad on the surface. I told you three and two takeovers ago. I looked at those cards on paper and I went, "Oh boy, this this is the one. This is the one show that NXT is going to finally disappoint." And they were excellent. Yeah. So, I mean, it's this is not as strong as their last card. No, 
But, but th- to be I fair, thought their last card was one of the shows of the year. But to be fair, they had war games on that show. Well, yeah, but I don't even think war games was the best match on that show. But yes, well, but cr- it, agreed. But yes, they don't have that overall big gimmick. Um, I want to see, but I think Cole Black has steal the show potential under those extreme rule format. I think that's going to be your, you know, your car crash, your demolition derby match. I'm worried about Shayna Baszler. We're, I will see what we get. I'm, when we I, get there. You, as you know, I am not a fan. You know that I'm not a fan of hers. Yes. I just, it's just, I don't think the gimmick, the gimmick doesn't work for me. Uh, you know, you already have somebody like that in Sonya Deville on the main roster. You know that MMA background, you know, gimmick. Um, so it's tough to, you know, kind of do that same gimmick over again. And yes. it work. Now, Shayna Baszler has an MMA background, which is a little different than Sonya Deville, right? I mean, she actually has an she MMA actually, background. Yeah, it's, and it's she was successful background. at yes. it. So there's some there's some differences there. But again, can she work in the ring with somebody like Ember Moon? I, I have a fear that the match will be sloppy. I have a fear that it's going to be a little clunky. I just worry about that. I am cautiously optimistic. Now, here's the one thing I do want to talk to you about. Because we went through the NXT TakeOver card, and here are the names that are currently not on the card. Yes. Nikki Cross and the rest of Sanity. Cassius Ono, Kyrie Sane, the iconic duo, Velveteen Dream. That's some talent that they have sitting on the sidelines. That's okay, but I just, I I ask you aloud, are they missing some opportunities with some of these people? No, Sandy's getting called up. So maybe that's why they're not on the card? I I think they will end up being on, either they'll either be on the card in some sort of like throwaway feud, or they won't be specifically because of what their involvement could be in the Royal Rumble. (laughs) So I don't worry about them in particular because I think they're coming up. Okay. Anybody else? Iconic duo. Same thing? Um, well, I think, I, I think they're going to be in the, the Women's Royal Rumble. The Velveteen Dream. So I think looking at this, is here's how I'm going to preface all this because I don't think the Velveteen Dream is going to be in the Royal Rumble, but I think he's going to have um, – I think he might get involved in a match on the show. Oh. I think they're going to look at the Iconic duo and Sanity and say they have a major role in the Royal Rumble – or in the storyline of the Royal Rumble, or the next night on Raw, which is where I think Sandy's going to come into play. So you want it? You want that it's to not about. the end of the world to not have them on that card because you're going to use them immediately on your main show, and you can potentially let everybody forget about them for a day. Or Correct two. for the iconic duo. If you're going to use them in the Royal Rumble match, you don't have to have them on your card. Like I don't want them just to stack throwaway matches on their NXT Takeover card like they do for their main like their main shows. So to me, if you're going to use them in that environment, I think you're fine. You think you're fine if, okay, we're going to keep them off of this pay-per-view, but they're going to be on the Royal Rumble. Okay. That's a good enough reason for me to keep them off there. All right. Velveteen Dream uh, yeah, is going gonna... to get involved in the Cole Black match. Really? You think so? Yes. And attack both Adam Cole, just Aleister Black? I, I'm trying to go back and forth in this because I, I – Part of me says they won't do interference if they're going to do interference in the main event, and that would be my only concern, is that they won't have a interference lower in the card if Ciampa's going to be the one that interferes in the main event. But isn't that what they want you to think? But then, that, the- but then it goes the other thing of, like, Triple H and, those, and, and Matt Bloom and company book to fans like us that are looking for those Right, views. so now what I'm thinking is because we're thinking that, are they going to then swerve us again by, no, we're going to give you two interference finishes. Right? I think there's more to tell in the, the sort of Alistair- I know what you know what I know. I think you need to separate Adam Cole and Aleister Black for a bit. There's a tit- there's an NXT World Title feud in there after Mania. Okay. But you got to separate them for a little bit. I think there is still more magic left in Aleister Black versus Velveteen Dream. I think there's a little bit more magic left there, and I think they might go back to the well. 
while Adam Cole can get a quote-unquote victory and then move on up into the top of the card. That might work. I'm not I'm not totally 100% against that. It's uh, again, everybody thinks Fish and O'Reilly are going to interfere in that match and I like the idea of somebody else interfering in that match to set up a future match. Yes. Correct. And and here's the other part of this that I think is is important. The way they set up Black oh Black Cole for in an Extreme Rules match is the undisputed era Fish and O'Reilly have a tag team match against Aleister Black and Roderick Strong. And Cole comes out and ruins it for Black. Then William Regal comes out and sets up this match. The one thing we don't know is what vignettes they do, what promos they do, what backstage stuff they do. That may, Jamie, hint and and plant the seeds for somebody else interfering in that match, right? We just know what results happened in the middle of the ring, and we know what occurred outside in front of a crowd. We don't know what's been filmed at Full Sail. What is going to be filmed over the next couple of weeks at Full Sail? What was filmed at center stage backstage? We don't know any of that stuff. That stuff plays a role in these stories. So we're looking at an incomplete picture and trying to figure out what this NXT TakeOver Philadelphia card, what some of the finishes might be. And and we have given credit to Triple H and Matt Bloom and everybody down there at NXT time and time again. But here's another example of it. This is one of those, those situations where you think on the surface, the results and the spoilers for your TV show coming out seems bad, right? Here's a perfect example I would give you. Jimmy, are you a big reality TV show guy? Uh, no. But you, do you know what Big Brother and Survivor is? The, the game shows? Vaguely enough. Enough to where I can make this comparison, yes. probably. What if they told you, what if before the season started, you who's knew who was going to win? Well, they, yeah, You're not going to watch the show. No. Yet with NXT, there's this idea of they can, they'll tell you everything, yet you don't get everything. Because you don't get the backstage stuff. You don't get those promos. You don't get those vignettes that still play a major role in the story. So despite knowing what's going to happen on this show, we still don't know everything. Ready for a weird comparison of the day? Okay. Okay. I just made one to reality do TV. You, do you know, and I'm going to keep it wrestling related. Okay. Have you ever seen those promo videos that Kayfabe Commentary does for their U-shoots? Where there are various answers from different points in the interview that tease you into wanting to buy the whole U-shoot. Yes. So in the sense of you know that he's answering this question about Vince or Triple H or WWE or TNA or whatever it is, and they kind of, you know, some of them are mixed between obvious and some of them are sensational. So technically you have the answer to the question that was already asked, but you want to know what was said before and after that in the context in which it happened. This is the same way. We know what the end result's going to be, but how do they get there? One, how do they get there in the ring? Because we haven't seen the physicality part of it yet and mm-hmm. what the story they tell to get to that match. And we also haven't seen the, the vignettes, the backstage promos and the overall message that the announcers give us and what they're trying to sell us. So we have, like, the plot points, but we got to color them in now. What, what uh, color by numbers? You big color by numbers guy? What no, I don't even know what that is. Could, yeah, there's a, it would be a picture, and each spot of the picture would have a number, and that number would choreograph to a chart at the bottom that tells you what color to color the, the picture? You've never done color no. by numbers? No. Paint by numbers? No. You've ever heard of neither of these? No. Look up paint by numbers right now. No. I'm yeah, good. yeah. It's I'm your good. day off. You have free time. Google paint by numbers right now. Do it. I don't want to do, do it. Do it. Google paint by numbers. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about after you Google paint my numbers. No, paint by numbers, not my numbers. What paint by numbers? What is that? I don't know what any of this is. Paint by numbers. Color by numbers. Do you see what I'm talking about? No. What? Did you have a childhood? They're coloring books. Uh, I know what a coloring book is. But the pictures... Would have numbers. I'm and looking right now. I don't. 
You're no selling this right now. I have no idea what you, I, I'm looking at myself, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I mean let's let's move on. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just stunned that you've never heard of paid color, by numbers. I'm, I'm color, color by, by numbers. numbers, yeah, do that. I mean I've seen these. Yeah, so you know what it is. You know, okay. Again you're lying. Why do you lie? Why are you lying today? I don't know. I, I'm I'm not an art guy. I, but, okay, fun fact. I, I literally had teachers in elementary school that called my parents in for meetings because they were worried about me because I couldn't, like, cut on the dotted lines and color between the lines. Oh, so you were a guy that used to color outside the box. Yes. Okay. That's not oh. a metaphor. I just suck at it. To each their... Oh, so you're just bad at coloring. Yes. And painting. Yes. And I don't have everything. one artistic bone in my body. Well, you're a writer. You write. I guess that's this. I, I don't consider that art, but some people do. That would wrestling be it. is an art. I, I I can't play an instrument. I can't draw. Just can't do it. So what are you good at? You know what? Sometimes I wonder. Okay. Uh, trolling you. I mean, that's I'm pretty. Good I'm pretty good at trolling. You're a pretty good editor. Uh, I'm okay in editing. Well, um, I would hope you'd be good. You are our editor for the site. Yeah, I mean, it's so yeah. There's I got a couple things those, going for me. Those two things: yeah. trolling me and editing. Yes. You're a pretty good video game player. Yeah, I destroyed you at NHL. Yeah. And Madden. On Wrestle Kingdom night. And well, I didn't play with Madden. Oh, no, no. Was... But I beat you at Madden before, but not, right. that wasn't on that night. Uh, is this where I give you all of the wrestling that you should watch this weekend? Yeah. You, tell you, me... you did send me CMLL link finally. Yeah, I did mean... not watch it of yet. So that's did. on me. That's on me. I'll admit it. I'm 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 a big enough man to admit when I'm slightly mistaken. Uh New Year Dash. I, I do want to watch that, so but if, I, if I you get around to that, that's I will I will probably get around to that. Uh there's a CMLL show tonight or tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? Is Voldemort on that no, show? No, today, Friday. No, the CML show tonight. Today's Friday, Chris. Oh, the holidays. They delayed the show. The CML show's tomorrow. Well, no, I'm looking at the schedule, and it says the CML show January 6th, and I was like, wait a minute. CMLL's on Fridays, not Saturdays. They've pushed it back due to the holidays, but it is a jam-packed best of 2017 card. Uh, Do you like those shows? I'm going to ask you this question, because NXT, that's what it was this week. Do you like those best of shows? Because I thought five or six years ago... I really, really enjoyed watching those, and now I avoid them at all costs. And I don't know why. What, what, what are your thoughts on those those highlight year-end best-of shows? Well, they, do they feel like a waste of time to you, or do you go out of your way to try to make sure you watch them at some point? Well, the WWE got rid of the Slammies, and I have not watched the NXT show. Not a fan. I'm just saying in general. Like, do, if it was any company, not even just WWE <laughs> or NXT... But any like best of like Ring of Honors like I like I looked at Ring of Honors last weekly show was the best of I kind of even turned it off. Wow! I, I went back and watched the the Cody Rhodes. Versus no, it's Dolph not my Gassel it's stuff. not my thing. Just because more often than not I've seen everything you're showing me, so I don't need to see it again. You know? It's funny. It's it's I think it's the and me and maybe other people. I mean, tweet at us, let us know at FRS Slam if you disagree. But I kind of think it's it's a a manifestation of how highlight shows are starting <laughs> to die with people our age. And I think this is, you know, we, we talk about like Sports Center and watching because we've seen it all before. We see right, you see it all it. on Twitter. I think that's kind of extending over into these year-end specials. Yeah, so this is a Best of 2017 show. And the way this is phrased here, these are matches that I don't think we've seen yet. But it's like the best of the feuds from 2007. I'm very confused as to what this is going to be, but I'm very excited. Uh, you have a, a, a Ray Cometa versus Sobrano Jr. That's going to be a really good match. And you got the main event, which looks pretty good. That's got Voldor Jr. in it. So. Oh, Voldemort's in that one. Um, let's see. Rev Pro show. I'm trying to see what I can sell you on here. Um, Doing a real good job so far. Well, I'm just looking. Radio uh, Pete, Pete Dunn is fighting on the Rev Pro show. Um, we get the British Women's Championship tournament, Block A and Block B. You're a big tournament guy, so you got that. Um, 
Will Ospreay's in action. You're a big Will Ospreay guy. Yeah, I, li- I like Ospreay. Zack Sabre Jr. defending the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship. Guy that I that does not have the same level of hype for me as he does for everybody else. Who Zack Sabre Jr.? Yeah, I'm with you. He doesn't I, do. He doesn't do. He doesn't do anything for me. We were discussing him while he was in the uh, in the Gauntlet match at Wrestle yeah. Kingdom 12. It was a topic of conversation, and we were just the three of us that were watching Wrestle Kingdom 12 were just of the mindset of like Zack Sabre Jr. is good. I can appreciate, but he wrestles just like one style, and it kind of gets old. Yeah, like I can appreciate the athleticism. I can appreciate what he's doing, but he just doesn't do anything for me. Like I, I don't. He doesn't captivate my attention. When every time, like let's say for example, Will Ospreay's in a match or Marty Skrull's in a match, I want to see what they're doing. I, I, I don't care what the feud is. You can just tell me right now, here is uh, is Will Ospreay versus some Jamoke from the, the Circle K gas station. I'm like, oh, well, Will Ospreay's in it, so I'm going to watch. What's a Jamoke? It's like it's like an insult, like a like a, like a a nobody. Like a nobody? Okay. I'll look it up. I'm not going to look it up, though. No. Continue, sorry. No, but I mean, I mean that's, to me, I, just, I don't have that feeling with a name that gets talked about a lot. I, with Zack Sabre Jr., I just don't. If we're using the Cruiserweight Classic, I watched that match. Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get the Zack Sabre Jr. hype. It's not. It's each their own, you know? It's one of those things where if it's not your style, there's there's a lot of other wrestling out there. There is. Uh, Dave Meltzer has all but confirmed that Ricochet and War Machine are coming to WWE. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, Jamie, that's it. I got nothing else for you. Nothing else? No, no, uh, no Chikara no, show? No, Dasher, no Dasher Hat- Hatfield? No, sorry. Can't, no, I don't have anything for you today. So... Uh, so I would just, if, if there's one thing that I would watch on this, it would probably be New Year Dash. That would be my suggestion to you. Yeah, that's that's probably going to be only three hours. weekend. Yeah, I you think can, most of probably have three hours. You can fit that into your schedule. Oh, I'll figure it out. I'll make time. For you, Chris, I won't you, make time. I, but I won't make time say. for that. So, uh, This is a bit of a shorter episode. Is there anything else you want to talk about or do you want to get out of here? No, but let's kind of give people uh, another quick rundown of what uh, our format's going to look like going forward. This was the first week of, of the new format of FRS Slam Radio. Uh, we're going to be on same daily span that we were doing before, Monday through Friday, which shows every single day. Correct. But in this case, Wednesday night will be our on-air 1060 a.m. show. Correct. From which 8 we to 9 will obviously p.m. tweet out the link for Mountain so you can time, listen. time, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern time, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll tweet out the link for. And then Monday through Friday, we're going to have a uh, on various platforms – still going to be our radio show. still going to be FRS Slam Radio. We're still going to do the same gimmicks. We're still going to talk about the same wrestling. Yes. Uh, but it's just going to be in, in podcast form. a little bit more consumable form for, for our listeners. It's not going to be two hours. They're not going to be uh, commercial breaks nope. every 15 minutes like nope. you like on, on the typical show. But we're going to talk about the world of wrestling. We're going to break down Raw, break down SmackDown, NXT, New Japan, Ring of Honor, all the stuff that we normally do, our throwback Thursdays, yeah. our uh, trying to get Jamie to watch Wrestling Fridays that we just did. Yeah, and and, and normally, we, 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 like, our Fantasy Book Fridays would be on this show. Uh, I was a little under the weather, so yeah, I couldn't Chris, come up with Chris an idea. Chris is barely alive right so, now. So this is a bit of a, a throw I together. Be, Chris isn't like a buried, lost a buried alive match. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm struggling here today. So next week, we're going to get back to our normal schedule. We're going to have a Monday show for the first time because we had the holiday on Monday. Yeah, between with Christmas and New Year's. So right. We haven't had a Monday show in a bit. So we're going to have, you know, preview Raw on Monday and then get into our normal flow that you you know you guys are used to, our SmackDown previews, our, our Raw recaps, all that kind of stuff that you were going to be able to see. So you'll, you'll see it here uh, or hear it here on a, a daily basis. And again, we, we like to be interactive. So if you are listening, at FRS Slam on Twitter, tweet us questions or comments. I mean, we have, we want the show to be interactive. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, we're, we're both big wrestling fans. We like discussing different things. We like, especially when we disagree with each other. And I'll yell, I'll yell at you people on Twitter when you're wrong. Don't worry. Yeah, Chris, Chris, is, Chris is the real heel of the show. I am I'm just pretending heel he's yep. not. 
Uh, so yeah, you can tweet at us. You can find the show. Uh, we're using Anchor right now as our main platform. It's going to be in some other places later on, but Anchor is kind of our our uh, our test subject. We're using it as a new podcasting platform, a little bit more consumable. So when you guys see the podcast that comes out in like parts, so I think yesterday's show was in nine parts, so a little consumable uh, chunks there for you, so you can catch it there. And as Jamie said, at FRS Slam on Twitter and FRSSlam.com. Anything else, Jamie, that you would like me to plug here? Because it is my job to plug things. Um, you can Venmo me on... No, nope, no I wouldn't do no, that. do that one. Uh... I, I, I got nothing else. You got anything? Anything else to plug there? No. I got the I, we- Twitter, if, the website. If, you, if, you, if you've listened to our show maybe haven't gone on the website, just for those of you, frsslam.com. We have new pieces of content on the wrestling world every single day. Yeah, they let me uh, write. I know. I, yeah. I mean, don't don't tell them that. That's not probably a good selling yeah, point. Yeah, that's a good point. But for example, stuff from today from Cross the Wrestling World, we have the seven best singles matches in Royal Rumble history from Sam Hellman. Uh, we all know how great the Royal Rumble match itself has been, but there have been some really good matches that have not had anything to do with that trip to WrestleMania, we have an Omega versus Jericho, uh, basically of uh, uh, from Jesse Bork, who we've talked about on the show. I wouldn't even say a recap of what it meant and how it lived up to the hype of, really, it was the most hyped wrestling match I've taken some time and how it lived up to it. We have an article about your favorite, Rusev and English, English needing to be pushed immediately. So we have a lot of different columns, different kind of breakdowns that we're doing. You can check out our year-end rankings that are still down there. If you scroll down the page a little bit, the ones that Chris got so I, I mad would, about. I wouldn't do that, actually. I, uh, I highly... that Chris participated in and got mad about and is, is actually professionally obligated to like. Am I? In my contract? At least pretend. Okay. They're very good. You Thank should, you, every, Everybody read them. They're fantastic. They're the best wrestling rankings on the planet. Uh, here's the one thing I will say. We're only five days into 2018. We just kind of started this towards the tail end of 2017. I think you and I both have, you know, big plans of what we want this to be yes. in 2018. So Yes, and, and we're going to be both in content of this show, if you've listened for a while or maybe you're a new listener, but in content of this show and on FRSSlam.com. It's going, we're going to be a wrestling show. Yep. It's going to be heavy WWE just because that is the big... feuds and everything. It is the big dog on the porch, and there's no way of denying that, especially Well, hold on a second. For American hold audiences. On, hold on. I've never heard somebody say the big dog on the porch, so I'd like you to walk me through that. It's the big dog on the porch. Well, if you have multiple dogs. So now you're saying the big dog on the porch. So my follow-up question is, have you cleared that with Roman Reigns? Because he uh, is not, the big dog and it is Roman, his yard. If Roman Reigns has an open invitation to join FRS Slam Radio and address me. Okay, I'm just letting you I know. I will tell you, if Roman Reigns ever comes on the show, I will allow him. I will just... I say allow like he couldn't just do it to me anyway. Yeah. But I will. I'll take bump. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Superman punch bump, back bump. I'll take the spear bump for free. Really? Yes. I, that we need that in a video yes. immediately. I will let Roman Reigns if he comes on the show. I will let Roman Reigns spear me for free in any outfit he wants me to wear. I can I can put on a mask of like Braun Strowman if he wants. I'll do whatever. I, see, the problem is now I need it. Now this is one of my New Year's you, resolutions you need to make for it 2018. Happen. I need to make this happen. I told you, I, when Braun Strowman was running through guys and doing you those block matches, I said I would do it for free, Vince, Correct. when they come to town. Just let me do it. Correct. I'll take, I'll take the one power slam bump and lose. I'm all about it. All right, guys. I, on that note, I think we're just going to get out of here because I don't think there's anything that I can say that can top that. So, everybody, thank you for joining us here. We will be back on Monday talk about everything else that happens in the world of professional wrestling and get you ready for Monday Night Raw. Talk to you then, guys.